This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Look right down any crowded hall. You'll see there's a beauty standing. Is she really everywhere or a reflection? One always calls out to you. The other's shy and quiet. Could there be two different? Hi Beta Alpha, the podcast in which we explore the strange and terrifying world of the Sweet Valley High TV series, episode by episode. I'm Anna Carey. I'm Karen Moynihan. And this week, Jessica and Lila are totally clueless. <laughs> yes, it's accurate. <laughs> we thought there was kind of going to be a clueless parody uh, last week, but there was not actually at all. Yeah, no, I mean, I think it's fair to, to expect Something like that, considering they do toss in lots of kind of little slangy references to Clueless. But mm-hmm. yeah, that was not to be the case. No, but don't worry, listeners. <laughs> There's still some uh, treats in store. <laughs> <laughs> can you share the blurb, please, Karen? Do you have? I the... can. It is uh, very succinct and to mm-hmm. the point uh, because it is simply Jessica and Lila try to win a pool contest held at the Moon Beach. Actually, that's totally accurate. I think it's the fact that it's so short, it actually manages to be <laughs> accurate. If it went on for any longer, something was going to go horrendously wrong. So it seems like the shorter they are, the more accurate they tend to be. <laughs> they just don't have a chance to go off the rails. <laughs> True. Well, it hasn't mentioned the B plot, which, uh, frankly, because it's so stupid, I guess they uh, <laughs> couldn't think of any way to describe it. That didn't sound yeah. unhinged. Fair. <laughs> But uh, we begin this episode at the Moon Beach and Liz and Cheryl are intrigued by an ad for a new tournament and uh, Winston makes sure they see the small print and it's on what small print it is. My goodness, he really, you know, he put the effort in. Uh, Yes, it's a poster for an after-school pool tournament. Uh, And I think it's Cheryl asks what the small print says. So Winston very proudly recites that it says... Don't sit on the stool, fool. Be cool and rule. Play pool after school. (laughs) And he says, what do you think? And Cheryl says, I think you should lay off the rap music, which sounds very (laughs) awkward. And also, that didn't sound anything like a rap. No, (laughs) it's just (laughs) some very, very basic rhyming. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, he goes over to... um, to to Jessica who uh, calls him Dorky Dork, which was oh she called him Snoop Dorky Dork in fact, Snoop which is probably Dorky Dork. Ah. <laughs> and that you know what that's probably as good a reason as any to to throw in a rap reference just to give Jess the opportunity to call him Snoop Dorky Dork. <laughs> so I can forgive it. <laughs> God, I was taking my notes about it at the end of the scene, and I think my brain went to somehow thought she was more likely to have a pun on Marky Mark than oh. Snoop Dog. <laughs> Either one kind of works, actually. I didn't even see that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, he tells her that the competition is happening on Friday, but there will be elimination rounds uh, beforehand. And uh, somehow there is a very fancy prize, which he lures them into the pool room so they can see a picture. I I want to know where is this prize coming from? Who is who is sponsoring this tournament? (laughs) Because this is I mean it's a terrific prize. Don't get me wrong, but it also seems very um, unusual for like an after school pool tournament that's been organised by a high schooler. In a a fast food joint run by a high schooler. Yeah, (laughs) fucking Lord of the Flies situation we've got going here. (laughs) And yet they've pulled this off somehow. (laughs) Well, I guess uh, congratulations to Winston and Bruce because um, they have, uh, they've offered up this dazzling, this dazzling opportunity, a spring break trip to the Bahamas. And Lila's already packing in her head. She's got to S, short sandals and sunscreen. <laughs> She's ready. <laughs> well, Liz reminds Jessica because Jessica's clearly already heard uh, 
that Lila are already assuming they're going to win. Mm-hmm. Uh, she reminds her that, um, you know, she's no pool shark, but Jessica says she doesn't need to be. It's a partner's tournament. Um, so all she needs is a skilled other half. And she says she'll send uh, Liz a postcard from Bermuda. And Vincent says, Bahamas. That Jessica and Lila get uh, get quite scared. <laughs> they do. They they suddenly get yes, as you say, quite frightened because uh, they start to wonder. Wait a minute, isn't that where the planes and all those other things keep disappearing? And the pair of them quite comedically go the Bahama Triangle. <laughs> <laughs> Genu- their delivery makes that ridiculous joke. It has to be said. It's, you know, it works. And also, I'm always here for Bermuda Triangle reference, so I'm <gasps> oh, fine with that. Too. But also, I mean, in fairness, in fairness to them, the big poster for the like the cruise break, it's triangle cruise lines. So that is <gasps> confusing. <laughs> I did not notice that. And as a child who was also obsessed with the Bermuda Triangle. Bermuda Triangle, I mean, I yeah. Anyone who had a copy of The Unexplained in the house at any stage, <laughs> terrified of the Bermuda yes. Triangle, spontaneous, spontaneous human combustion. <laughs> <laughs> And curly in photography that could photograph your auras. Those were the oh, things yeah. that the unexplained mm. were obsessed with. But, um, That's the thing, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah well, also had a soft clearly, spot for those, um, you know, those stones that would like move across the desert. Like those guys. Oh, yeah. Shifting stones or something like yeah. that. Something like that. Yeah. Wow. Oh, good stuff what in a, there. <laughs> what a time it was to be a child when oh. the unexplained was doing the rounds. It was... Uh, <laughs> By the way, in case anyone is completely baffled, it was like a part works, you know, like a a monthly magazine that you were meant to collect all of, and then you bound it up in a in a sort of binder thing, mm-hmm. and it was weirdly very popular in on this side of the Atlantic in the early eighties. Yeah, well, like my parents collected them. Like I have them now in my house. I have twelve <laughs> volumes of the unexplained in the proper like blue book bound form and everything because it was probably more dad than mom actually in fairness but yeah collected every single one of them so I have I have the unexplained entire collection in my sitting room and it is a prized possession oh I'm rightly so I am so jealous we my aunt used to get it and pass it on to us and my sister and I uh, read it when we were far too young and Mm. And we're traumatized for life, quite frankly. Oh, great. Absolutely wonderful way to freak yourself out. Yeah, pictures of like the Enfield poltergeist and those two young ones oh, firing God. themselves around the sitting room. It's like, <laughs> yep, traumatized. <laughs> and of course, the photo with the slipper. Oh, God. Yeah, that'll do it. Which is literally just a leg with a slipper on the foot sticking out from a pile of ash. Yeah, result of spontaneous combustion, of course. <laughs> Our old pal, it comes up every so often, I feel like, on this show. (laughs) Well, sadly, we don't get to see what happens when Jessica and Lila go to the Bermuda Triangle or the Bahamas one. um, (laughs) Because Winston says, it's not the Bahamas Triangle, that's Bermuda. And uh, Lila says very uh, cheerfully, where they make shorts. She's so adorable. Um, so she, they declare they're not scared of competition. We're off to Barbados. <laughs> and off like, they go. It is pretty funny that there's enough like Caribbean islands that begin with a B that they can just keep naming random <laughs> islands. <laughs> it does get pretty funny. <laughs> well, this uh, wonders, is Cheryl going to play? Uh, but she says, no, she's not into it. She only um, plays pool for fun. Um, you know, she's not into the competitive aspect. But Jessica, of course, is already shopping for cruise wear. <laughs> then Manny approaches Winston and asks if they're all on for tonight. Because he and Winston have a scheme. Yes, these two have been plotting. So things are afoot here. And uh, yes, Winston reassures him that uh, everything's been all set. Uh, because apparently Manny, Winston and Enid are all going to the cinema that night. Uh, for a showing at half ten and then Winston says he's going to go for Twizzlers and conveniently never come back. So (gasps) they've constructed this elaborate plan to get Manny and Enid in the cinema alone together on a surprise date, I guess, because Winston's going to be there for a bit and then disappear. And it's like, oh, I don't know about this, you guys. No, I absolutely do not. Enid does turn the tables on them, but still... Mm. So um, Manny is is sort of very excited, but very nervous. Mm. Meanwhile, Jessica and Lila look at the the sign up sheet and uh, 
they uh, Lila wonders if they could really beat all these people. But Jessica says, sure, as long as they do it, they do it the old fashioned way. And of course, they both say in unison, cheating. <laughs> so <laughs> that was very funny. And again, very well delivered. Like, I just do love a Jess and Lila moment of <laughs> saying something in unison. They always just pull it off really well. <laughs> they do. They work really well together, like the two actors. Um, mm. So, yeah, it's always fun, even when they're being way stupider than they ever are in the books. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it turns out the qualifying rounds are tomorrow. So they're going to make sure they're the only ones there. Mm. unsurprising of course uh, <laughs> that is Jessica's kind of thing where she would literally like ho- she'd completely Tanya Harding her way through her <laughs> rivals she wouldn't give it a second thought everybody watch out for your kneecaps <laughs> oh. well we cut to the moon beach after closing time and Winston and Ina and Manny are all there before their planned outing and uh they're they're helping Winston clean up and Winston keeps trying to sort of put Manny and Enid together and like why don't you clean over there and I'll mm. go and clean the pool room but uh, Manny either won't take the hint or is just too nervous to take the hint um, so when he starts traipsing after Winston Winston literally shoves him away with dramatic <laughs> results this is it he ends up having to literally like manhandle him across the room to, to get the point but uh but yes in doing so he kind of ends up sending him careening towards Enid so Manny is holding like a mop or something and manages to like stop himself in a doorway before he crashes into Enid uh with this like mop handle um and he's like oh my god I'm so sorry are you okay and Enid's like yeah yeah I'm fine but then one of these like decorative planes that they have hanging from the ceiling in the moon beach falls on Enid's head and very briefly knocks her out because she falls to the ground she does um unconscious what is the decor of the moon beach though by the way like why why planes is there I mean in a word it's baffling (laughs) but as to an actual (laughs) unifying theme I have no idea (laughs) well um Edith starts to come to and is like, where am I? Whoa, what's going on? So like, oh my goodness, uh, does she have amnesia? Is she concussed? So Winston holds up two fingers and says, how many fingers am I holding up? And she says, two. And hmm. then he asks her the gestation period of an African elephant. <laughs> she says 24 months, which is more or less accurate. I, mm, I mean, I yeah. had to look it up. I thought it Same. was more, sounds <laughs> right. But it, it is basically right. Google said 22 months, but yeah, I said that's fair enough. That's pretty close. (laughs) Yeah, for an elephant. And uh, then says, what's your boyfriend's name? And then basically, without any real proof so far that Edith has any amnesia whatsoever, Winston starts spinning a web of lies. Uh, yeah, my notes here were just like, ah, he's overboarding Enid <laughs> because it's exactly Ooh, what. Shit, yes! Goldie and Kirsch! Yes! <laughs> it's like me and my current references. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yes he uh, well this is it because he says what's your boyfriend's name to Enid and Manny always slow on the uptake is like oh no Enid is a boyfriend and Winston's like yeah you Uh, so Enid's like oh really how long have we been going out Uh, and Winston's like oh forever Um, and Manny eventually catches on and he's like yeah but you know it still feels like it's brand new so Enid's like oh how sweet oh my god amazing Uh, and seems to buy this (laughs) very Poorly constructed web of lies immediately, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> well, we cut to Sweet Valley High and Todd finds a, a, a concerned Liz because apparently Jessica is obsessed with this tournament. And um, Liz, uh, or Todd says, Look, oh, I'm not worried about that. Lila can mm. barely hold a snooker cue. But Liz says that, she, that he doesn't get how serious it is because Liz is the one who I've spent all weekend listening to Calypso music. <laughs> yeah, Jessica is a woman on a mission. Um, it turns out even in her downtime. Uh, so yeah, but Liz, Liz won't be won't be reassured because she's uh, she points out to Todd, look, you know what those two are like and they'll do absolutely anything to win. Uh so Todd's like, wait, what are they going to do? Kidnap all the all the contestants? And there's a little bit of that, like, Jessica jingle because it's even, yes. like, Jessica deviousness from afar. And they kind of look at each other like, oh, Christ, she actually might. Well, we cut to a nerd tied to a chair. 
Yes, this poor guy, all covered in duct tape. Uh, he's insisting that he doesn't even play pool. He's president of the math club. Um, but uh, but Lila and Jessica, because of course it is them who have trapped this poor young fella in a classroom. Uh, they're not buying his uh, what he's selling at all. They are not. They sort of swoop into the uh, <laughs> into shot. And they're like, oh yeah. And... Uh, um, there's a, a diagram of pool tables chalked on the blackboard and Lila's like he's a maths guy they know all the angles and <laughs> then he says I can't remember if it's her or Jess says spread the word among your people <laughs> we know where your locker is yes <laughs> they're gonna just... plant something in it like what could I have a rest what are they gonna I, do truly I don't know but um yeah there you go their their plan of action is basically to threaten the nerds into submission uh mm. and you know it, it seems to be getting results because that guy looks terrified <laughs> well he's literally duct taped it into a chair and yeah. uh then uh, Lila says, that takes care of those guys. Let's move on to the jocks. And uh, they le- they strut out, leaving the poor nerd struggling away in his chair. Now, he is blonde and he's actually underneath his nerd garb. You can see he's kind of, tra- uh, you know, conventionally hunky. So they do have blonde men in California. <laughs> and they could get somebody to play Sam or Gem. They just refuse to cast any blonde actors in blonde <laughs> roles. That's just fine. <laughs> well, uh, elsewhere in school, Liz is uh, kind of confused when she sees Maddie and Enid holding hands. And Enid's turned into quite the diva. She has, yes. As they're kind of strolling down the hallway here in Manny, she's asking uh, him, if, would he pick up a, a mango salad for her? But Manny's like, oh, they're not in season at the minute. Um, and of course, Liz then comes up to them and she's like, what the fuck is going on here? Um, and Enid very cheerfully tells her that she has amnesia uh, and then says, yeah, Manny's my boyfriend. And then does this very theatrical wink to oh, Liz yeah. because up to now, it really seemed like they were just pulling like a, you know, temporary amnesia thing out of thin air, which lots of shows did and still do I guess um but fortunately thanks to this big wink that she gives Liz we can see that Enid is actually knows exactly what's going on here and is in on all of this so it's like okay good thank god they're not actually gaslighting this girl into a relationship genuinely relieved (laughs) yeah same honestly it's like okay good for you Enid um but yes so she explains yes that Manny's her boyfriend obviously and uh then she mentions that she forgot to do her homework uh, and Liz is like oh Manny can do it for you and uh, Ina's like oh yes you know I also forgot all about algebra and maybe you should take a look at my history assignments too so as she's saying all this she's just piling books into Manny's <laughs> arms to the point where he can barely see over them anymore uh, yeah so she's just landing him with a whole pile of work to do for her now so you know what good enough for him <laughs> I was literally going to say those words yes <laughs> so they brush off and leave him with his uh, with his assignment and we cut to the Casa del Wakefield and in Jessica's room, Lila is going through all their uh, successes. So apparently one potential snooker star or pool star is in the uh, Velvet Iguana, I believe it was, waiting for a non-existent date. Now, there's an opportunity to put in the Castillo San Anglo or whatever oh, it is. yeah. Or wasn't it, remember, oh, back in the first series when they had the like poetry teacher guy they were in like wasn't it like the blue iguana in that they were no was the blue iguana not a shop in the oh i'm thinking of the blue parrot oh oh, yes with the jewelry and the fucking t-shirts and all that carry on (laughs) no i think you're right then there was an iguana so at some Mm. stage in the series but not in the books i don't think no 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 but that was it even just even just to get the call back to the you know previous series of the show which didn't seem to quite pan out well somebody uh some some snooker or pool star is there waiting for a mm. non-existent date another potential uh competition um is uh is suffering from those after effects of a tragic press-on nail accident and basically uh we're told operation elimination was a success mm, my goodness yes they are taking no prisoners but uh i think liz kind of overhears the very end of this conversation so she it kind of cuts then to uh to Liz joining Todd and Cheryl in the kitchen um 
And yeah, she's kind of explaining to them what she's just heard. And Todd's disgusted. He's like, Operation Elimination. Oh, Jesus. Um, but yeah, Liz, Liz ponders then. Imagine the world problems we could solve if we could harness the energy of those two scheming. And she could very well be onto something there. Oh, my God. We would not be in an energy crisis right now. If that <laughs> been possible. So true. <laughs> so we cut to the moon beach and Jessica and Lila enter, hilariously decked out in full resort wear, including zinc sunscreen on their noses. So, you know, I'm glad they're using some sun protection. And, nice to see it. Uh, yeah. So they look around and they're like, oh, it looks like there aren't any challengers here. So I guess we win by default. And Lila goes, tick, tick, tickets, please, to Winston. But he says, not so fast, Bahama Mamas. <laughs> yes he uh, reveals to them that they've got competition after all uh, so he sends them into the pool room where they find Todd and Liz standing there um, so of course Jess and Lila are horrified by this and uh, Winston explains that they were some late sign-ups so they yes. actually do have some competition as it turns out well we cut to uh, so basically they all qualify for hmm. the final that's coming up soon so we cut to Liz shaking a magic eight ball and you know, they get, whoever directed this episode gets some camera trickery in first because it opens on the eight ball, uh, which could be, you know, if you if you had not seen a TV program before and couldn't see this coming, you might think it was actually a ball on the pool table. But uh, <laughs> then we see Jessica or Liz's hands shaking it up and asks, will we beat... Um, Jessica and Lila and the eight ball says, you may depend on it. But then Jessica takes it and says, will Liz ever shut up? The answer is, don't count on it. <laughs> it's quite a cute interaction. I always love a bit of magic eight ball action anyway. <laughs> Who doesn't? Well, Jessica's very confident in her ability to, or she's talking the talk anyway, in her mm. ability to knock out um, Todd and Liz and uh, when Liz is is sceptical Jessica says she has her ways and the scheme theme plays uh, but when Lila says oh what's you know what's your idea uh, it turns out she has no scheme but she'll think of something <laughs> again like it's it's kind of putting the two of them in bimbo mode but they're just so funny I'm fine with it <laughs> I know they just are delightful together it's just mm. sad but true and then we cut to uh, to another part of the moon beach where Cheryl is warning Winston about putting up a sign someone's given him for a pool shark, a uh, pool te- teacher called Vincenzo. Hmm. Yes, a very mysterious sign. Um. Yeah, it says Vincenzo, uh, pool shark, winners guaranteed. But uh, yeah, Cheryl is very concerned about this ad uh, and its appearance and says, look, you know, I, I wouldn't want any of the teams getting this guy involved. Uh, she explains that, you know, there's... um. You'd have to be really low to call that sleaze bag, apparently. And uh, yeah, she says, you know, there's this dirty pool and there's Vincenzo pools. So he seems like he's going to be bad news. So uh, so I don't know, is it her or Winston? But somebody kind of crumples up the ad and tosses it in yeah. the bin. But then, <laughs> uh, who should we see stepping up in typically awful cheap looking shoes just, just always the shoes are bad but again it's it's almost like a throwback to mystery legs from, from the Halloween oh, episode mystery all legs, the villain. because <laughs> it's two pairs of mystery legs in front of the bin but it's also very clear whose legs these are <laughs> and somebody uh takes the flyer out of the bin and then we see uh them making a phone call saying hello Vincenzo <gasps> And then, <laughs> oh my god! When I say that I did not see this coming, I genuinely can't express how much the following was an amazing, amazing surprise. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, honestly, I, I feel like the listeners are going to be so proud of us for keeping it together up until this point. But after this, it's basically all fucking beds are off. <laughs> Because just, if anyone hasn't watched the episode, you just, there's no way you're ready for what's coming. <laughs> no, you're not. And in fact, if you want to have the surprise of seeing this in the flesh, so to speak, pause hmm. this episode of the podcast, <laughs> go and spend like 18 minutes watching this uh, episode on YouTube and then return when <laughs> doubtless you will share our joy. Yes, because scream along with be- us. Yeah, because the scene begins... <laughs> See, 
kids with Lila getting all nervous and saying that a pool shark sounds a bit scary and says, let's start with a pool guppy and work our way up. <laughs> but Jessica wants someone who will terrify the competition. And then we hear, can it be an OTG? <laughs> Holy fucking shit. When I say I was beside myself, like <laughs> truly there are no words. I... Like, yeah, notes just in all caps went, old timey gangster. I was, I just, I could not have been more thrilled. And like, sometimes we say OTG when someone's just sounding a bit OTG. Yeah. Vincenzo is OTG. Like, literally. Oh, lads, honest to God. Like, this fucking, like, knockoff Godfather music playing. It pans across to this man with his head down. He's wearing a fedora. He's wearing a pinstripe suit. I'm going to lose. I'm going to lose my fucking mind. Uh, so, it, yeah, he as uh, as Jessica is describing the type of person that they need to demolish their competition. We hear the words, "Is it me?" <laughs> or is it like two hundred percent humidity outside? <laughs> Vincenzo and, it, and for it is he he says that's my name pulled my game wreck him up but like he also seems to wander between like a, a hammy like Italian accent and a proper OTG voice and oh. it's fucking wonderful it is insane because of course originally in classic movies OTGs came in uh, in the form of, of many uh, social groups you know you got mm. Jewish OTGs you got Irish OTGs like Jimmy Cagney you got uh, Italian <laughs> OTGs of course mm. but <laughs> he's uh, he's going Italian very much <laughs> so so I'm just going to apologise to all our Italian uh, listeners and any listeners of Italian heritage because oh boy. Because <laughs> Vincenzo is every cliche you can possibly imagine in, oh when it comes to OTGs. Because uh, he starts off by telling them, you got your stripes and you got your salads. And Lila's like, oh great, I'm wearing salads. Jessica's wearing stripes. <laughs> um, and then he's like, and don't hit the eight ball. And Lila's got a solution to that. Oh, again, she's so funny. So she's like, yeah, no problem. She like clambers up onto the pool table, grabs the eight ball and then comes back down and just like tosses it over her shoulder. It's like, done, sorted, taken care of. <laughs> so uh, um, Vincenzo actually gives them some practical advice. He tells them, first of all, that the key to pool is a steady stick. And then you've got to have your bridge with your other hand and don't budge your bridge and tap the ball. Don't whack it. And he's like, tap it. Don't whack it. Tap it. Don't whack it. <laughs> um, so they feel like they've got the, the gist, but in practice, it all goes horribly wrong. Well, of course, yes, Jessica has a go, but the ball goes like flying halfway across the room, almost hits a guy in the head. And uh, Vincenzo's like, you whacked. She's like, oh, no, I did. I whacked. He's like, and you scratched. She's like, I didn't even itch. But of course, she's probably after making shite at the actual pool table. Surface. Oh, God. Oh, God. But again, we cut to Lila just being an absolute physical comedy genius because she's kind of backing up with a pool cue under her arm uh, as she's watching all of this and then like bumps into a guy behind her and she's like oh no sorry and like turns around and whacks him again with the other side of it she's like oh so sorry <laughs> just a one woman Laurel and Hardy show she's fantastic <laughs> it is but Vincenzo's not impressed he says it's time to take a different strategy focus on the competition <laughs> and uh, Todd just happens to be in there you think uh, um They'd be more worried about Todd seeing them with Vincenzo, but no. Todd says, <laughs> looks like trouble. Oh, and uh, it turns out they only have one choice. Eliminate the competition. The girls are delighted. Vincenzo cackles. He laughs maniacally, as my notes say. <laughs> like, it is the most ridiculous laugh I've ever heard. And I couldn't be happier about it. <laughs> oh my God, I was cackling like Vincenzo himself during this scene. <laughs> You'd be proud. <laughs> well, sadly, we have to leave Vincenzo for a while because uh, we cut back to Sweet Valley High where Maddie is begging Winston to hide him from Enid because apparently she's turned him into a personal slave. 
And Winston, and we had our thoughts about him being a bit into uh, mm-hmm. being uh, the sub to uh, Jessica's dumb, <laughs> dumb form. But uh, when Maddie says about being turned into Lena's personal slave, Winston says, with a complete sincerity, you lucky dog. <laughs> yeah, if anything, he's jealous. <laughs> um, oh, he's uh, jealous. He's like, uh, yeah, have you kissed her yet? And Manny's like, what? No, because Manny's clearly not having a good time. But uh, but Winston, I- Winston's eyes have lit up at this, at this revelation. <laughs> so there's there's a lot going on here. <laughs> well, Edith appears and says a nice shirt to a smitten Winston. And it says, oh, too bad I'm dating Manny because I'm really attracted to you. And she's like literally sucking on a lollipop when she <laughs> this to her. It's brilliant. Like, <laughs> I love this whole scene. It's so funny. <laughs> and she's also wearing very convincingly of its time lipstick. Because I can tell you mm. there was a sort of pinky, a pinky brown, which is is ultra, ultra 90s. Um, I think one of the th- many things that the Yellow Jackets got perfectly right was that <laughs> all their lipstick in the, in the flashback parts are uh, that sort of pinky nude brown oh, shade yes. which was getting into some heather shimmer <laughs> all that good oh, stuff <laughs> i think it rosewood from the body shop that was my favorite Ooh, <laughs> and, nice uh, bit of rim and heather shimmer was my, <laughs> my <laughs> one of choice <laughs> um but uh whatever Nina's wearing it's working on winston because uh He's like, uh, you are attracted to me and uh, I can take you off his hands. And the boy starts squabbling. Maddie's like, hey, hang on a minute. And then, of course, Winston says, well, she's not even your girlfriend. You made it all up. Yes. So, of course, uh, Enid <laughs> gets to step back into frame and be like, uh, what was that? Uh, so Manny and Winston kind of exchange a look and Manny decides it's time to come clean. So he says, you never had amnesia. Uh, and she's like, oh, my God, I didn't. Uh, but then Winston is like, yeah, but good news. Now you're free to date me. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Edith said, yeah, I could, but I never date anyone so stupid as to think I'd believe basically this amnesia bollocks. And uh, she does tell Manny she's sad that he went along with this scheme because he'd make a great boyfriend otherwise. So Manny is enraged. Winston has ruined his chances with his dream girl. (laughs) And then... I swear to God, I was <laughs> applauding on, in my sitting room. I'm so glad I watched this episode on the telly, like streaming oh, from my phone. Excellent. So I could yeah. see it in all its glory. Mm. Because the camera pans <laughs> first to, to Lila. Lila raises her head. She's in full OTG gear. She's wearing a fedora. And she's like, everything ready to, to for today? Vincenzo, the camera pans to him. A fedora goes up and he says, bet your cannoli at it. <laughs> and finally, it pans across to another fedora and it's OTG Jessica. Oh my God, an OTG. Um, <laughs> yeah. so, <laughs> so she says, so let me get this straight. And they're both, they're, I must say, Lila and Jess are both like putting on an OTG. Oh, and they are. It's like, did we write this scene? How does this game happen? <laughs> <laughs> But yes, because Jess then asks, so let me get this straight. When you say you're going to take care of him, you're not going to take care of him, take care of him, right? <laughs> and Vincenzo kind of like stands up straight and he's like, oh, you want me to? And they're like, no, 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 just, you know, take care of him. <laughs> so they're trying to uh, very confusingly convey what they actually want out of this uh, transaction in terms of taking care of Todd. <laughs> Yes. Do they want Todd to get whacked? Basically, is the is the not so <laughs> sub subtext. It's very unclear at, uh, in the moment. Yes, for everybody. <laughs> well, Vincenzo says delightfully with a little sort of, you know, rolling with the homies gesture. He says he's going to take Todd for a ride, and the others kind sort of copying his movements as they run after him and go, do you mean take him for a ride or take him for a ride? (laughs) I told you the plan. You gotta trust me, capiche? (laughs) Oh, God. 
Yes, then, they 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 were both respond then kapash. So yeah, <laughs> I don't know if that's just them being dummies again or what's going to happen. But uh, but Todd, uh, they're outside the moon beach. I think at this stage, and Todd is walking up to the door. So uh, Vincenzo reveals he's going to make him an offer he can't refuse. <laughs> of course he does. <laughs> and. Uh... Je- uh, Jessica can't wait to see the master in action and says he reminds her of Marlon Brando in The Grandfather that's and that's when a godfather <laughs> music plays as Vincenzo approaches Todd oh fucking hell it's gas uh, but yes yeah, so Vincenzo comes up to Todd tells him that he's uh, he's like a pool talent scout <laughs> and uh, wants to know if Todd can spare half an hour so uh, so they can talk but Todd's kind of like ah no I, I need to get in here but uh, but Vincenzo seals the deal by offering to buy him a pizza <laughs> and of course Todd's like sure so <laughs> off he goes and the girls oh, are delighted they're so delighted but also as they're walking away we can just hear Vincenzo saying you can be a contender <laughs> because they're just trying to <laughs> fucking shoehorn in every possible quote however tangentially related to gangster movies it may be <laughs> just any Brando will do but also yeah. Todd, oh, the Todd seems to have Oh, look, yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. But uh, but also Todd seems to have his own pool cue like in a case with him. So it's like, Ooh. is he really, really into pool and has been all this time and we never knew? Because who the fuck has their own pool cue unless they're a professional fucking player? Well, maybe he is going to uh, he is going to become a professional pool shark himself. Maybe that'll be in a future episode. I mean, we do know that Todd has joined a gang, so he it's could start becoming some sort of hustler, going from town to town playing games for dollars. <laughs> so true. <laughs> well, we. Uh... We cut to, I guess, match day, the whatever you call pool tournament day. And Lila says we're going to Jamaica. <laughs> God. And uh, now they are wearing uh, knitted, I guess, like Jamaican coloured, fla- flag coloured hats. Mm. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, my notes didn't know how to describe them either, and also just said knitted Jamaican hats, like <laughs> something that feels kind of like it might be dancing along the old cultural appropriation line. Oh, but uh, I think it is. Yeah, I feel like it is too. It feels wrong. <laughs> yeah, listeners, let us know. I feel that we are missing something. Well, I don't know if we're even missing it, but um, yes, there's uh, there's definitely something a bit off in this. And uh, yeah, and it's then they say because they seem to just confused by all islands they say we're going to hawaii and we'll say hi to magnum pi for you liz oh god yes i think at this point even winston is confused uh because he's like no that's hawaii it's barbados (laughs) and they're like i thought you said bahamas so even winston has gotten confused at this stage with all these island names being thrown at him (laughs) i think it's driving him insane because he does look like he's at the end of his tether (laughs) He's wondering where Todd is, and uh, the girls decide they're going to demonstrate their skills and show the world how it's done. And of course, when Jessica um, tries to to hit a ball, by the way, I know nothing about pool, so I'm sure I am bollocksing up all pool terminology in this. But she hits a ball, I guess, and another ball flies off and hits Winston in the face. Oh no, to be honest, that seems more difficult than actually just breaking like in pool so it's actually kind of impressive that she keeps managing to do that um, but yeah so poor Winston uh it's his turn to get knocked out so he now falls to the ground uh so Manny and Enid rush over to him and they're like oh my god Winston are you okay and he kind of sits up and he's like yeah I'm okay but wait who are you and who am I and Enid quick as a flash is like oh you're my boyfriend you were just on your way to my house to wait for the cable guy and then my uncle Ned needs a sponge bath and Winston just very comedically like falls back down to the ground again because he's like nope not having that <laughs> Maddie and Enid smile at each other instead of I don't know calling an ambulance or something you know just I guess he's fine there. <laughs> yeah and then comes like Obviously, the best moment of this episode was when the camera pans across to the three. We see one bent fedora mm. head at a time, and each of them goes up to reveal the OTG trio. 
But this is a close second because the girls are assuming, okay, well, Todd's a no-show, so it doesn't matter how badly we just did because uh, we've still won. But then Todd enters with Vincenzo? Uh, (laughs) No, (laughs) I have to admit, it took me embarrassingly long to realise what was happening here. And I'm wondering how much of it I can blame on the quality of the YouTube video and how much of it is just me being a fucking dumbass. (laughs) Because... Vincenzo walks in, but this time it's an extremely 90s, very camp uh, man who is yes. like, he's got this little shirt on, little round glasses. He's, yeah, he's basically a caricature of a gay man in the 90s. Yes. Um, and he comes up to Cheryl and he's like, Cheryl, sweetheart. So she introduces Vincenzo, her hairdresser. Oh, yes. Because <laughs> yeah, he says, um, she, one of the girls goes, Vinny's your hairdresser? And he says, and he's not an OTG anymore. He's just like, Mm-mm. it's Vincenzo. And I prefer follicular artiste. <laughs> incredible. <laughs> like two incredible turns from this man in the one episode. Oh. <laughs> well, he's, uh, we'll, we'll talk about his credit at the end. <gasps> so. Please. <laughs> it's quite something but um anyway uh yeah of course they guessed that todd would be the next uh victim of operation elimination so they hired vincenzo and much like a dumb fish you fell for the bait that's <laughs> so good <laughs> And oh, they they point out that Cheryl had said earlier on in the episode, this was nicely done because this is true. She did say this, that she didn't care about um, about Poole, you know, but mm. uh, like, what's she doing getting involved in this? And she says, well, I don't care about Poole, but I do care about my friends. And it was worth it to see the looks in your faces. And then Todd says, ready to eat chalk? <laughs> also Todd seems to be like obnoxiously chewing gum all the way through this episode whenever he's near a pool table it's like is this trying to make him look like some kind of tough guy or something I don't know but it keeps oh happening. my god <laughs> it was uh, it was uh, an absolute I, I, it was distracting just put it that it way was, distracting it was, it was so so like intentional or something it was just it didn't feel natural at all chomp 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 <laughs> 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 So I, I sort of hoped we'd get a montage of everybody playing in this, but it's just Todd. Mm. I guess they've had their go, if I counted. I don't know. Yeah, it's very weird. It's like, it's just, it's it's not really a montage. It is just kind of showing Todd, like, clearing the table, basically, pocketing the eight ball, and then it's over. And it's like, oh, wait, what? <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. That's uh, that's all we get in terms of actual pool playing. <laughs> Well, whatever he's doing, he wins. So mm. Lila and Jessica are horrified and uh, Liz smugly says, don't worry, we'll write to you from the Bahamas. And then Vincenzo says, now I could not make out this. He says, it looked like come in for a cellophane. Could you make out what he said? It's obviously a it's hair an, treatment. It must be. Yeah, no, it sounded like cellophane to me as well. And I didn't know what else it could be. So I just wrote down cellophane. <laughs> oh, well, same here. But he says, your pool playing is hopeless. But those split ends... Oh, this was delightful. He goes, I can take care of them. Capiche? Back in full OTG mode. Oh my God. I'm obsessed with this man. <laughs> Somebody give him an award for everything. <laughs> and then we get the sort of music. Jessica and Lila stare at each other and then really self-consciously sort of smooth their hair back. And that's the end. So fucking good. Oh my god. Like oh. <laughs> I'm so glad I didn't know about uh Vincenzo. Right. Because... Yes, I was I, I yeah, I sent you a text, I think, before <laughs> before recording and you hadn't seen it yet. So I was very carefully trying to word things. I was like, I'll just say Vincenzo and we'll see if she reacts. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, oh, I haven't seen it. I was a blank. A yeah. blank, I can tell you. Oh, um, so that was so much, that was totally clueless, which was so much better than I thought it would be. 
I mean, it was a twist that no one saw coming, right? Or fucking didn't anyway. Like, who the hell ever expected a full-on fucking OTG to just drop <laughs> into Sweet Valley straight from the 50s? Like, fucking stunning work by everybody there. Just amazing. And then, like, that was all amazing enough. And then he turns up as, like, a fucking Queer Eye cast member. And then and then there was the credits because his name pops up at the end. <laughs> And it's Auntie M. Auntie M. Auntie M. Auntie. And I googled him afterwards, and there's not a fucking trace to be had anywhere of Auntie M. So, and I need to know more about this actor. Like, where is he? What's going on? I I can tell you more because he is. I looked up on IMDb to see if I could find him, and there he is. He go. He goes simply by Ant now A-N-T his real name is Anthony Stephen Kaloniatis so he's it says uh, his parents are Greek I was going to say and, sounds Greek rather than Italian <laughs> yeah. yes he is he is Greek and he um, is from New Hampshire born in 1967 and now goes professionally just as Ant A-N-T Amazing. love it now it says oh he's God. been in all sorts of sort of comedy, uh, comedy shows and Last Comic Standing and uh, hosted oh, Celebrity Fit Club. And... So he's a stand-up then, is he? Yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah, he's been in a lot of very unfamous films. Okay. But, <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> One of those IMDb credits where you're kind of scrolling and scrolling, and it's like I don't recognise any of them. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> But yes, if we look for, let's see, Ant Comedian, maybe we'll find more about him. Ant. Yeah, he was very difficult to Google because Google kept oh. thinking, thinking I was like misspelling stuff and like throwing Ant and Deck news articles. He's got at a me. Wikipedia page. <laughs> oh my so, God. Uh, yeah, he's got a podcast. <gasps> he sued Brit- Ant and Deck in 2008 for using the name Ant in the United States, but it was dismissed. Stop. Oh my God. That's hilarious. <laughs> So he's out there. He's still out there. I don't know if he's, he's ever going to lit- funny. <laughs> he's out there being litigious. So careful, oh, everybody. Oh, he's on Instagram as the official aunt. Fantastic. Good Lord. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. So there we okay. go. He has been found. Uh, oh, but wonderful. he brought me a lot of joy in this, oh, uh, in so this episode. Good. Jesus. Oh, also, it seems like it was one of these weird episodes as well that was like they were shown out of sequence or something because Todd's old hair is back in this episode yes. after having had a haircut in the most recent one. And there's like no mention of Sam at all in this episode. So it's like this was one that was meant to be aired earlier in the season or something. But these things sometimes happen with this show and other ones too, in fairness. Yes, I mean, I'm not really surprised at any. Mm. Like, time is a flat circle in Sweet Valley. Mm. On stay on page and screen, apparently. True. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, Primita Alpha Sisters, let us know what you thought of this episode. Um, were you as pleasantly surprised as us? You, you do know where to find us. Of course, we are on Twitter at SVH Podcast. Yeah, you can send us an email at svhpodcast at gmail.com. And of course, we are on Instagram at svhpodcast, where uh, Katie Logstreth made an interesting point. She said, the more I watch this season, the more I am convinced the writers are just taking ideas out of 90210. The year this episode came out would have been right after the character Ray was introduced as the boy from the wrong side of the track's love interest of Donna. Hopefully they don't make Sam an abuser like Ray, though. I'm not surprised the writers are borrowing ideas, but it is pretty amusing to just see how they were just like, eh, who's going to notice? Now, Pippi and Shirley had a great uh, what if idea. Oh, this, yes, fully on board for this. Uh, because, yes, this was uh, all I can think of after this episode is that if only the Liz Todd match that Lila hitched herself to had been Enid and Winston. Think of it. For <gasps> starters, the dialogue in those scenes was pretty great, but even just Todd's wooden delivery of the comebacks killed it. I wish we could have seen Lila slash Enid slash Winston all together in these same scenes. Guess I'm an oh. SVH fan fiction writer now. <laughs> Uh, well, uh, 
Maria Trezio Biblioteca said, this was such a strange episode uh, of the TV show, she means. says, I want an episode of Lila, Liz and Todd as the A plot, not the B plot. And while not as egregiously wrong as 10 can 10, thoughts and prayers for Karen, this or Sat Sam is boring AF. Some enchanted evening, you may see a stranger. No, because that's not the real Sam and he never will be. And speaking of that, oh my God, several people had alternate names for Sam because uh, Karen suggested spam but Claire PH had another suggestion oh my god yes uh, <laughs> Claire said that surely it should be Sham Woodruff <gasps> which like is perfect I must say I was extremely jet lagged when we recorded that last episode <laughs> so I was not really at full capacity but like oh my god Sham is so much better <laughs> so good and uh, Beck the Wolf also said son of Sam but <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid the serial killers are in the main feed only at the moment so oh god very true I did like that uh, just a flying saucer oh, to yeah. kind of relate to, <laughs> to Jessica's little study session because it gave her strong flashbacks to the time she read an entire Haynes manual on the 1980s Ford Escort to try to impress a boy <laughs> oh thoughts and prayers with you god help oh. us all <laughs> who among us <laughs> Oh dear, oh dear. Um, thank you so much uh, for getting in touch, Pi Beta Alpha Sisters. We we do always absolutely love hearing from you. And uh, of course, we will see you in the next feed uh, or the main feed next week. Now, I've been reading ahead and just going to say that we, I mean, we were just talking uh, earlier about how we should, before we started recording, so I shouldn't really mention it because that's very unprofessional, but anyway... <laughs> <laughs> We probably we we should have put a a trigger warning um or content warning before the last episode in the main feed for the Lila stuff and mm. uh we will do that for the for the next episode in the series and also just a heads up as well there there's Margot stuff that's actually very dark and is about child physical abuse and neglect and I gotta say didn't think I'd be uh, actually kind of obsessed by some of Margot's antics but her treatment of little Georgie her charge is quite upsetting so um you know we're not going to be going into graphic detail but mm. we will have to describe what happens so just heads up uh and don't worry there's also Liz getting locked in the slammer with the <laughs> ladies of the evening who oh, uh <laughs> suggest that she join them <laughs> make a fortune on the mean streets of Sweet Valley Oh, come on, Sweet Valley Nights. <laughs> <laughs> so don't worry, it's not all going to be doom and gloom and the voice will be back. Don't worry, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> but of course, uh, you are the wind beneath our wings and while we look forward to seeing what happens next week in the arrest we of course will be back in the clubhouse with you all next week when we find out what happens on Sabin chat oh no sorry that was the previous one I apologize it's <laughs> win Sam lose Sam as Vincenzo <laughs> would doubtless say <laughs> so true <laughs> see you then everybody thanks for listening bye This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com.